It's a minig Yisrael, a widespread custom to give out to children over the days of Hanukkah, Hanukkah Gelt. This custom, like all Jewish customs, certainly has significance and holiness, and it's part of the Torah, minig Yisrael Torah. And even if we don't understand it, it's an important minig. However, on the other hand, we still should search for the background of this custom, its reasons, and what it hints to. In the Kutei Levi Yitzchak, the Rebbe's father brings a hint to the custom of giving out Hanukkah Gelt from the Gemara in Shabbos, Davchaf Beis, that says, Asr laharzeis moiz kenegedner Hanukkah, it's forbidden to count money opposite the Hanukkah Menera which hints that next to the Hanukkah guilt, money was given out. One reason for this can be understood based on that which it says in the Kutei Levi Yitzchak over there, that Hanukkah is something which is connected with the renewal of Torah. The Yivanim, the Greeks wanted to cause us to forget Torah and mitzvahs. But after the miracle, the Jews rededicated themselves to Torah and mitzvahs with yeser seis v'yeser oiz, with even more enthusiasm than before. And therefore, Hanukkah is a time where we focus on chinuch, the education of Yiddish children, and this is hinted in the name, Chanukah itself. And the Rambam writes in Hilchas Tshuva that It's important for a person to study Torah even for ulterior, mo- ulterior motives because that will ultimately bring him to studying Torah for its own sake. Lefichach, says the Rambam, therefore, when young children are taught, they're taught to serve Hashem from fear of punishment and in order to receive a reward. Even more specifically, the Rambam writes in Pirish Mishnais in Sanhedrin that it's necessary to give the child a prize, a reward which he would desire according to his age. The Rambam says that the melamed, the teacher, will have to give the child in order to encourage him to learn things which are beloved to him according to his years. He should tell him when he's younger, learn, and I'm going to give you nuts or dates or a little bit of honey. Later, he tells him, learn, and I'm going to buy for you nice shoes or beautiful clothing. Later, he tells him, learn this parsha, this parak, and I'm going to give you a dollar or two dollars. And in this way, he learns and puts an effort in order to receive the money. The bottom line is, though, that the child is then accustoming himself to study Torah until he gets older and he appreciates Torah and begins to study it for its own sake. But the beginning of Chinuch, the beginning of education, is in this way specifically. As Shleim HaMelech says in Mishlei Chanuch Lenar Alpi Darkei. Therefore, on Chanukah, which is a time of Chinuch and a time of renewal of Torah and Mitzvahs, it's important to focus on Chinuch 
Hanaarim on educating the youth, and therefore they're given money in order to encourage them and excite them to add in their study of Torah. And even though in the past Hanukkah Gelt was distributed only on one night, because would it be given on every night, then it would lose its novelty. Now that the state of education is one which is much worse, it's important to give out Hanukkah Gelt on each and every night in order to cause the children excitement in Torah and Mitzvahs. And in order to achieve the novelty on one night, even more should be given out than on the others. Another reason can be given for Hanukkah Gelt, that it commemorates the miracle which took place. With regards to the Gzeris, the decrees which the Yevanim, the Syrian Greeks, imposed on the Yidin, it says in the Rambam that there were in them many different details. First of all, Gozru Gzeris al Yisrael, they decreed decrees against the Jews. Second of all, Bitlu Dasam, they tried to be mevatel, to take away the religion. Third of all, Lehinichu Aisam Lasis Betero Bimitzvis, they did not allow the Jews to study Torah and do mitzvahs. Fourth, Upashtu Yadam Bimameinam, they stole the money of the Jews. Fifth, Ubibnaisehem and their daughters. Sixth, Vinichnasu Lahechalupartsu by Pertzis, they entered into the Besamikdash and caused a lot of destruction. And seventh, Vitimu Hataris, they made the pure things impure. Corresponding to each and every one of these decrees, we find that there was something happened which took place after the miracle. With regard to the Gazru Gzeris, the decrees which were imposed upon the Jews, we say Halal, that the idea of Halal is freedom, the opposite of decrees. With regard to Bitlu Dasam, the religious oppression, we find that the Yom Tov of Hanukkah was established in a way of Haida'ah, of thanksgiving. That the idea of thanksgiving is negating oneself to something, acknowledging and Kabbalah's ol Malchus Shamayim, accepting the yoke of heaven. With regard to that they were not allowed to study Torah and Mitzvahs, we find that the commemoration of this miracle was with neiris, with candles. As it says in the Pasuk, Kiner Mitzvah Vetera Ur, the candle represents Torah and Mitzvahs. With regard to Pashtu Yadim Sehem, the defiling of their daughters, we find that Nashim, women, have a special chiv in the mitzvah of Hanukkah, as it says in the Gemara. With regard to Venichnesu Lahechalu Partsu by the destruction that they wrought in the Beis Amikdash, we find that Boba Nechalit Verbeisachofinu Asechalacha, they came and they fixed it up. With regard to Vitimu Asatahares, the impurity that they caused, 
we find that Vitirus Mikdashacha, they made it pure. The one thing that we don't find something specific corresponding to it is Sholchu Yadam B'mameinam, the fact that they stole the money of the Jews at the time. And we could explain simply that this is that which it says in the Primigadim, that we're obligated over the days of Hanukkah to increase in Gemilus Chasadim B'mamein U'beguf, in kindness and in staka, both with our money and physical kindness. On a deeper level, it could be explained that when the Yivanim were Shailayach Yad B'mamainam, it wasn't just that they were trying to steal their money, but rather it's similar to this that we find that Timu Kal Hashmanim, that the Greeks made all of the oil impure. Their objective was not only to destroy the oil, but specifically to make it impure. They wanted that the Aveda of lighting the menorah should be done in an impure way. They wanted to taint Jewish life. Similarly, when Shilchul Yadim B'mameinam, when they stretched out their hand against the money of the Jews, money represents all of the physical things that can be purchased through it. And the Syrian Greeks wanted that the money of Yidin shouldn't go to holy things. It shouldn't go to a life of Torah and mitzvahs. Rather, it should go to physical things, things which bring about an arousal for Tummah, for impurity, Rahman al-Litzlan, which is the opposite of that which the Torah instructs us, Kaddish atzmecha b'muterlach, that even those permissible things that we have should be elevated and holy. And therefore, we find that on Hanukkah, there's a special emphasis of using our money for good things, for holy things, thus elevating even the mundane parts of our lives. And the truth is that even the Hanukkah gelt, the true objective is that the children should increase in giving tzedakah from it, because the child doesn't need anything. He has food and clothing from his parents. So what does he need the money for, if not to fulfill with it the mitzvah of tzedakah? ushers in the final redemption with Mashiach, the Chanukah of the third Beis HaMikdash, B'mheira B'yameinu Amen. When distributing Chanukah Gelt to children on Chanukah, they can be taught a very important lesson in divine service in Avedas Hashem connected to money. On the one hand, money has a very great power. Someone who has a lot of it is wealthy. Someone who doesn't have it is a pauper. On the other hand, money itself has no purpose. One can't do anything with the money. He can't clothe himself. He can't protect himself. He can't feed himself. For a wealthy person to receive any benefit from the money, he has to use it. He has to purchase with it food, garments, a home. And even more than that, the money can be used even for spiritual things, such as giving tzedakah and doing kindness. 
But if the money is going to remain in a box, it's not going to benefit anybody. So the child should understand that Hashem gave him a huge treasure, intellect and emotions, which he can do so much with. But just like the money, if they're going to remain locked in a box, if they're not going to be used for a proper purpose, they're useless. His intellect must be used to study more and more Torah. His emotions should be used to love Hashem, to love Yidin, and to be repelled by anything that is opposed to holiness. And it's important to emphasize to the child that physically, someone who has a lot of money, he's wealthy. Someone who doesn't have money is poor, and he doesn't have any way to get that which he needs. But spiritually, every single Jew is wealthy, because Hashem gives to every single Jew a treasure of energy, of koyach, through which to serve Hashem, and he doesn't need money in order to be able to accomplish this. And this should be explained to the child, not just through words, but through example. And in this way, Meir Eine Shnehem Hashem, not just the child, but the adult, the parent also, who is giving the money, together with the child, will be Zeicha, will merit to go from strength to strength, Mechayel El Chayel, in additional Ner and Mitzvah, in a way of Mesif Vahailach, constantly getting more and more.